Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, say, If you're an American and you're professing to be a Christian, well, of course, as American citizens, what we want is accountable leadership. Why don't we throw in a constitution so they know what's in that? Get engaged in the political process. Honest. You, my friend, are part of the problem and not the solution. Compassion. The church needs to rise. Rise. The Monica Matthews, Monica Matthews Show. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Happy debate eve to you. Yes, this is the final debate. Presidential debate between Republican presidential incumbent Donald J. Trump and Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, who is kind of like Groundhog, Sean Hannity had like the Fox News truck stationed outside of his neighborhood for his entire broadcast last night, which was truly hilarious. I was like, wow, we resorted to this. But no one has seen Uncle Joe. Where's Uncle Joe? Uncle Joe's in his basement for most days. Welcome to October is correct. October surprises abound. So now we have uh, ex-business partners of Hunter um, and, and Jim Biden, um, Jim Biden, Joe by uncle Joe, the big guy, the big guy, we have business partners coming out of the woodwork who are like, okay, fine. We're going to, we'll, we will comply. Uh, I'm going to turn over all my, dev- all my, uh, devices. You can, uh, take a look at our business dealings. You've got one dude who was already, uh, he's already serving his sentence in prison who has since been moved. He's a former business partner of Hunter Biden, who has now been moved to solitary confinement, um, who was initially in a white collar crime, uh, institution. So as you know, those aren't exactly, you know, the chain gangs. Um, and he's been moved to, you know, some undisclosed location, kind of scary considering that the FBI has had Hunter Biden's laptop for uh, the past year. It should concern you. The fact that Christopher Ray is still sitting at the top of the food chain for the FBI should concern you. The fact that no one's going to answer for this, there's no type of an investigation that would be open prior to the election should concern you. It certainly concerns me. I don't think it's a smart strategy. I think we're tired as American citizens of watching justice just kind of, you know, be molested and maligned, you know, just kind of fondled while grown men, you know, walk past her at a party. You know, it's like, what is it? Is her skirt too short? I mean, is she just not the girl you want to take home to mom? I mean, what are we doing here? Britt Hume talking about it wouldn't have been, he didn't use the term expedient, but it just, I tweeted about it the other day, you know, accusing the president of, hey, it just, it, it wouldn't be the, the the good thing to do. Um, not popular. Let me see if I can find my tweet here. But in other words, you know, it just it just wouldn't be the the thing to do to, to open investigation uh, right now into the goings-on of a former vice president of the United States now asking you to vote for him for president. That's a problem. 
I mean, oh, that's what it was called, improper. Britt Hume says, totally improper, and what did he think could be done before the election anyway? Barr will almost certainly refuse, and rightly so. So, you know, my question to Britt Hume is, when did executing justice become totally improper? When did executing justice not become expedient? So I want you to think about that. In in the big scheme of big tech aligning to cover the ass of big government and big government agencies who have been withholding evidence, obstructing justice, in my humble layman's opinion, and my taxpayer's opinion, who have zero oversight. I mean, we heard several representatives just yesterday talk about how Christopher Ray has all but snubbed his nose at Congress to say, no, we're not, we're not showing up. We have nothing to supply you. We're busy. I mean, this is like Jeff Sessions 2.0. I mean, it is nuts. I'm really looking forward to the president winning and just completely taking Ajax and bleach and everything else. Forget the drain. Like, we've used Drano. It's just not working. Like, it's time for bleach. It's time for a, what are those things that I use? A snake. Like, get in there with a snake and pull that damn hairball out. Get rid of all the holdovers from the Obama administration that you possibly can. I mean, enough already. I'm exhausted. You're exhausted. Speaking of exhausted, um, I've had several friends ask me, you know, are you prepping for election night? I'm curious. Are you? You can sound off on my website at monicamatthews.com. What are you doing on election eve? And if you are in a metropolitan area uh, or in an urban area, what are you plan? What are your plans? What are you planning to do that evening? Do you believe there will be unrest in major cities across the U.S.? I believe we could actually see that. Some believe that your power grids could be affected by this, by the violence and the looting and the burning. Uh, your water supplies could be affected. You know, where are you? I don't live in fear of these things. I'm not going to. I'm going to make sure I have the provisions I need for me and mine. And, um, you know, I've got am- ammo. I-, I can protect my life. I can protect my belongings, my my home, my pet my child and my future son-in-law and, you know, I mean, I and and my man can protect all of us. So it's like I'm in the big man, the big guy <laughs> uh, protects all of us. So, you know, I mean, they're just I do believe in the power of prayer and I'm just believing that no weapon formed against me or my family is going to prosper. I also believe in being wise. A prudent man is not the same as a simple man. You see danger ahead, and you just don't keep walking down that path, right? So that's the prudent man. So I think it's time for us to be prudent. So I'm curious. You can sound off at monicamatthews.com. Uh, I'd love to know what you guys are planning for Election Eve, and you know, do you honestly believe we're going to have results that night? How many nights do you think it's going to take? Do you think Joe Biden will actually accept the results? Do you think the Democrats are going to attempt to steal it, hook, line, and sinker? I mean, where are you on this whole thing? So, you know, not giving in to fear is something I talk about pretty consistently on my show. I think it's very important. Uh, but this whole October surprise with who's in bed with whom and hookers and this and children and pedophilia and dad knew and Hunter told dad and it's all on the laptop. I mean, it is it is truly unbelievable rose mcgowan god bless her actress who's come out to be like listen joe biden total dirtbag 
um, not the dude you need to be voting for. Um, you know, this is not the administration for us. She's not exactly a Trump fan. But however, uh, she sees what's happening with Hollywood and the Democrat Party. I mean, it's, you know, you'd have to be deaf, blind, and dumb not to see it. And some people are, quite honestly. And so, you know, you pray for those people and you just kind of lament the fact that they will actually have um, have a voice uh, by virtue of a uh, by virtue of a vote. Now, back to the stacking the court thing, you know, you've got Juan Williams and others, you know, on Fox who are who, who are just lamenting over Amy Coney Barrett and her imminent um, appointment to the Supreme Court. She is about to come through the final phases now of that appointment. Um, she's jumped through all the hoops everyone else has to jump through. And, but, you know, the Democrats love to take the narrative and, and flip it on its head to make people believe that they're being wronged. Because after all, they are the party of fairness and justice, right? They're social justice warriors until it comes time to actually execute the justice. Then all of a sudden, justice runs out of the building. You know, she's like the runaway bride. So as it pertains to stacking the court, it is not whenever you fill a vacancy on the Supreme Court. That is not what stacking the court means. But you've got your kids, your grandkids, people who literally don't know what that means, and they listen to talking points on CNN all day. So it might be, um, it might be in you know behoove you and your family to to get educated on that and to point your children in the direction they need to be pointed in with understanding what stacking the court actually means. And this is not it. This is the president exercising his constitutional duty to appoint someone during his final year in office. And I appreciate the fact that the president has been very clear about that, about his role. That's something that people hate about Donald Trump, is that he understands, for the most part, it took him a while to actually not understand it, but um, but stand in his authority. Because we live in a world of complete and utter rebellion, and people loathe authority. We have a generation running around, generations, multiple generations, running through the streets uh, who abhor authority. So they have sought to undermine his authority at every step, whether it's the wall or it's health care or it's, um, you know, the military and spending. Um, I'm trying to think of, you know, God knows Obama understood his authority and actually abused his authority and his pen. Now we're stuck with DACA, you know, the Dreamers Act. I mean, it's like, come on, um, you know, opened our borders for a stint there during the Obama administration. I mean, he understood his authority, as does Joe Biden. Hey, Joe Biden has made no bones about, hey, man, you know, you either call off the dogs or we're not sending your money. Either this dude goes and you fire him today or we're not releasing the, you know, $20 billion to you and your country. So make it happen. Boasts on a stage, on video, to the effect of, and guess what happened? The dude was fired. So we're talking about international affairs. We're talking about um, international policy, foreign policy. We're talking about bad actors across the board. So Uncle Joe making, you know, a living off of his kid, who's basically his siphon, his kid, Hunter, has been his drug-induced hack. And for those of you who are defending Joe Biden as being the world's greatest father because he lost a son, because your empathy and sympathy card has been pricked, 
you know, no, he doesn't get a pass. Sorry, you don't get to prostitute one of your children because you lost others. Because you got dealt a really crappy hand with regard to the death of one of your children. No, you don't get that. Sorry. And especially not whenever it comes to um, polluting the office with which you should have held in high regard. The office that you should have protected. And speaking of protected, I'm going to leave you with this because I'm going to get ready to go watch the debate. If there is a debate. It'll be interesting to see how the president works with this. I personally think he should just tweet his answers that are muted. Every time his mic's turned off, he should have a cell phone on him. What are they going to do to the president of the United States? He can't have a cell phone. And and tweet every one of the answers that they refuse to let him have. Um, But as it pertains to maintaining liberty in this country, a quick story. I am currently writing my first, uh, what I believe will be my first children's book. And I'm very excited about that. It is um, based on parts of a very significant part of my upbringing uh, here in the Atlanta area. And so I did a um, kind of a, a thematic site survey today. I went to my old home and to the garden uh, that will be featured in what, the remnants of this garden that will be featured in my children's book and hopefully a cartoon and, uh, and a whole other series. So, you know, C.S. Lewis and I have a lot in common. My imagination is very big right now. The uglier the world gets, the prettier I want to make it. My mind's just wired that way, or maybe it's the Holy Spirit in me. I don't know. Nevertheless, I show up at this property and I'm like, hey, you know, do you mind if I take some pictures? And wow, this, you know, this back lawn was such a safe haven for me as a kid. And and the guy's kind of standoffish at first, and he's like, nah, I don't know. What are you here for? Who are you here for again? And you're writing a book. You're doing a movie. You can just kind of see, like, dollar signs in his eyes a little bit, and uh, possibly. And I'm like, no, dude, relax it, ain't even about all that. It's a kid's book. And then he was like, okay. And you saw him kind of disarm. And uh, it, ultimately, he ended up begging me not to post pictures of what was the most beautiful Garden of Eden um, on the south side of Atlanta for a number of years because... He has since let it lapse. And it is in complete dilapidation. It, it is in utter just despair. And you can tell that he's been trying to clean it up a little bit, but there are few remnants of 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 the garden that I remember as a child. There are few markers that are still there that the world's greatest neighbor ever. Uh, put into place, and she toiled in this beautiful garden and created such a safe haven for me as a kid. Um, I can't wait to tell the story and to write about it and to share it with our babies and just really instill the principles of God and the Beatitudes and, you know, really warring against the demonic in this earth that our kids contend with at a very young age and Planting seeds of of goodness and glory and righteousness in them as little people is something I really, really, really look forward to doing. And this garden was the place where God uh, spoke with my little heart as a little person the most. And when I saw it today, I almost burst into tears. The only thing that kept me from really throw-punching this gentleman for letting it go to hell (laughs) was the fact that he felt so bad. He felt so bad for not maintaining something that was so beautiful that someone else had toiled so hard for, that someone had made so glorious and beautiful, and he allowed it to go to ruin, and he was ashamed. He was ashamed, 
And so there was no way I was going to add further shame on top of his very clear pain of allowing something that was so precious to me because he could tell and he got excited with me. He's like, wow, this sounds like this lady was amazing for you. And there's a lot of history here. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I said, but please, you know, I'm not here to make you feel bad. I'm not here to shame you. I'm just, I, there's still in my imagination, my childlike imagination, I can still see what this garden looked like and I'm just going to have to recreate it. And you know what? That's where we are in this nation. We had eight years of a gardener who literally sprayed our country with Roundup. Roundup of thought, Roundup of feeling, Roundup of decency, of order, authority, law, justice, fairness. He literally and his administration lied to the people of this country for so long, fooled us by the goodness of our own hearts of thinking, wow, we've come so far, baby. We were the quintessential Virginia Slims ad campaign during the Obama years. What should have been a a point of awakening in this country of not pride, but of gratitude that we had, in fact, come so far that we would have actually elected our first black president. And with given the history of this country is something that we should have been allowed to unify around and celebrate. And instead, we are sitting here right now with a nation that this president, Donald Trump, has spent four years going through and cutting down weeds, pulling up weeds, pulling up root systems, attempting to pull up root systems, cutting down the vines that are choking out certain aspects of this nation. And we are still working on this garden called America. And that's what we're called to do right now is to show up, put on our gloves, envision her the way our forefathers did. Celebrate the beauty of this country. Plant beautiful things, beautiful ideas, beautiful policy. Policies that center around freedom. Policies that center around justice and fairness and equality that are inherent to all of us as created beings. Unity, very important, but also law and order and justice in executing those things. Not allowing, you know, the word says that a man without rule over his spirit is like a city with his walls down and every manner of beast goes in and out. That is what this garden represented today. You could tell that there were a lot of different beasts that had taken up residency in this place. And I actually felt bad for the guy who just let it go to waste. He let it go to ruin. And who knows why? I don't know. Maybe he was busy. Maybe he was depressed. Maybe he lost his job. Maybe he just didn't give a damn about gardening. I have no idea. But the shame and the embarrassment on his face today and him begging me not to take pictures because he felt so bad for allowing it to go to waste is something that all of us, to a certain degree, should know that our forefathers, if they could come back from the dead and look us in the face, that is exactly what they, they would say to us. Please take care of that which we died to secure and to make beautiful. All right, guys, until tomorrow, you can find me right here and all over social media. You know where I am. You know where I be all the time. Monica on your talk on Twitter, the Monica Matthews on Facebook. Um, I'll be live tweeting more than likely this evening. So let's all rally on Twitter and have some fun. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Keep it classy with a K, baby. Uh, pick up my merch, my new merchandise, shirts and cups and stuff at monicamatthews.com. We also have long sleeve attire 
That says, if you're an American, act like one. Be good to your neighbor beginning your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one. Oh, 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 oh